Welcome to the Occupational Safety Leadership Podcast, episode number 115. In today's episode, we're going to talk about chemicals that are skin sensitizers. Um, so I got to thinking about this topic a couple days ago. We were out with a uh, couple of different families and friends, and a lot of people were talking about how, because it's dry in the wintertime and all that, how they have such sensitive skins and they kind of wandered into other things like oh i realize that when i use certain uh products you know my 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 skin uh, seems to be more chapped you know like that 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 which then kind of we started to talk about uh uh chemicals that are skin sensitizers so let's just uh dive right in oh this is not a 100 percent list of, of everything this is just kind of as I'm just kind of think, thinking about it, and when you think about the different chemicals and industries out there, some of this stuff is found in your everyday personal stuff. Uh, so it's things that we actually buy, we put on us, the perfumes and hair dyes and, you know, all that stuff then, only to find out later on that, you know, this just wasn't really good for us then. So um, so let's just dive right on in then. Uh, so let's just go over just a little bit of a definition. And this is kind of a, uh, a definition I pieced together from a few since I really didn't find like a, a one size fits all. But this one seems to be pretty darn good. So let's 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 just say a skin sensitizer are um, substances that can cause a allergic reaction when they come in contact with the skin. So you can have things like contact uh, dermatitis. Um, of course, this uh, then uh, that results in a uh, redness, itching, swelling. Um, and I was struggling with other symptoms then, because uh, I have heard where other people say they have some other symptoms, uh, but I really couldn't find a good one on that. But when we think about it, so we, um, we have contact dermatitis because uh, the contact is with the chemical you know, it's not going to cause a redness, itching, or swelling. So let's just kind of cover a couple of common examples out there. Uh, the first one that we can all think of are uh, plants, uh, poison ivy, poison oak, poison sumac, and all that kind of stuff then. So um, I actually do not get poison ivy and poison oak and all that. And the one time I did get it, I had a very big uh, cut on my finger. So uh that really helped to kind of get it into that cut. It was gone in a couple of hours, but I, at that point in time, I knew what poison ivy uh, felt like. Um, I know a lot of people who really suffer from this and uh, make a uh, trip down for the special uh, uh, for the special shot injection at, at, uh, every every uh, spring as they're cleaning out their uh, plants and getting ready for the summertime. Uh, switch gears on and look at uh, industrial chemicals. So when we think about the industrial chemicals, we have the different epoxies and resins. Uh, we can think about certain solvents out there. And a lot of times it's going to be part of like plastics that we're going to find out there then. So um, so that's 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 like the real obvious ones when we think about industrial chemicals then. Uh, and I broke it down a little bit farther on into things that uh, things that have rubber in them when we think about gloves shoes elastic bands you know those 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 types of things uh that rubber itself can cause allergic reactions um let's look at the different metals out there so some of the metals that jump out nickel cobalt chromium you know all that kind of stuff then uh 
it has, can cause contact dermatitis. And uh, the one thing that I probably did not do a good job in talking about is, is in all of these that we're talking about, uh, there's not going to be a one-size-fits-all. So human beings uh, have a lot of uh, um, that variability in skin. And, of course, obviously, you know, diet, nutrition, and all the rest of the stuff then, it all plays a uh, role in it. So I wish that I could tell you that it's a one-size-fits-all. You can literally not have an allergy to, to any of these. You can literally uh, have an allergy to one class only, to all the different classes. Um, so there's not really a good answer about a one-size-fits-all. I would say that, uh, that at all times you do not, not come in contact with these because we do know that the body can change over time too. Um, I have a cousin who never got poison ivy until he was probably in his late 30s to 40s. And uh, now he gets a really bad case every spring. So uh, um, his body has changed over time, you know, and now he can uh, can get that. So there's not going to be a one size fits all then. So the next class that we look at are going to be things like um, preservatives. Um, you can find those in things like cosmetic and personal care things and all that. But we also know that there's a lot of... Um, um, uh, like preservatives out there, things like formaldehyde, formaldehyde releasing compounds, that kind of stuff then. Um, and uh, formaldehyde is one of those uh, ones that's a skin sensitizer out there. And finally, when we look at our last class, the, uh, you know, things like fragrances and hair dyes, you know, so this is, is something that you, you typically don't find in your industrial setting, you know, but that also doesn't mean that, um, uh, all of us have uh, probably walked by somebody and the perfume or cologne was way too strong, you know. So that doesn't mean that even though that you're sensitive to it, that you're maybe not picking it up from others um, around you at the same time then. So, so that is it for uh, episode number 115, nice and short and sweet. And today we talked about chemicals that are skin sensitizers. So... Uh, thank you for, for uh, joining me today. My name is Dr. David Ayers. Thank you and have a safe day.